Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sexy sex sex, it's time for sex time titties. Oh no, please don't say titties. Not on the radio. Ass. Oh, as I don't mind so much. Yeah, I don't mind. Do you like titties? Oh, I don't. <laughs> what about, does it help if you change the double T to D so it's titties? Mm, no, I don't mind like boobs. That's boobs fun words. Yeah. Um, it's when it starts to get inherently sexual and then it's inherently like sexual. panties it's like oh no panties if i'm very stressful oh, um, anything with no. like mm, tees the, the sharp tees in there that has this sort of like panties they sound so sound so schoolgirl. i think that's Absolutely. part of it yeah. boob tees <laughs> boob tees bit of fun i don't mind that i don't know why but yeah. what boobies i think boobies sounds like Again, just, please do tweet us if anyone in a sexual context ever called them boobies <laughs> I want to know. Even boobs is funny. Yeah. Tits, I don't mind. Tits fancy is a bit like a bit more in control. It's a little succinct and to the point, isn't it? Tits. There they are. Yeah. Anyway, welcome oh, to the podcast. Straight in. Sorry, welcome to the podcast. We're not um, excited about this, this is one. No, <laughs> no, we are. This is Nobody Panic. And I'm Stevie Martin. And Tessa Coates is here as well. Hello. Hello. And we are going to do how to stop being such a goddamn titty prude because well i remember when you did your first show tessa and, and it, like your first like bit was about how you couldn't say the word penis mm. and how you wanted to be like one of those american comedians who just comes in and is like i love dick and it's like that's you know that's the dream but also as well being a prude runs runs deep you know it's not just about not being able to say the word titties it's about you know not being able to talk about sex and then that can kind of create attention around it which anyone listening is is really hearing now just two prudes trying to <laughs> that's it chug on chug on your old carton of milk there i've got, I've got some water but it looks like milk it looks like milk you can't say it doesn't look like milk we can't stop talking about it well it's you've bought a carton of milk in so okay. of course hey of course everyone chug, thinks your, chug your ginger beer and i want to hear the sound that you make when you do no thank you right well okay fine don't <laughs> no, it's so confrontational so, to me it's a good sick sorry our shoulders are up our yeah. energy is through the roof. Tension is high. Tension is high because I think even the name prude is a tricky one. It's such a tangled, tangled web. Sex, sexuality, sexual desire, being accused of not liking those sort of things. Prudiness. Prudiness. Prudosity. <laughs> Prudosity. <laughs> you lot. know, all of the stuff. And I think if you yourself are like, oh, yes, I identify as thank you very much. Yes, buttoned up. Thank you. It's not mm. coming off. Then I think there is huge freedom to be found in learning to unbutton 
some Absolutely. of the buttons. And some of us don't even realise that we're buttoned. Mm, many, you know? many, many of us don't even realise that you we're buttoned. You have your titties out, but you're buttoned up inside. Oh, wow. Yes, of course. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot to unpack with this one. I'm going to embrace it wholeheartedly. Dive in. Whole boobedly. Whole boobedly. Mm. That's something that comes to everybody. And I, I think a lot of people a lot of the adult life can be sort of that unpackingness i think we've both talked about what it's like taking your clothes off in the changing rooms for example and suddenly being like oh my god i'm nude here we go yeah you know it's all in that not just in body confidence but also in like taking control of you see look at us taking control of your sexual desires oh no i've been sick on myself okay Mm. before we do though what's the most adult thing you've done this week something each week that we've has made ourselves feel good about being good grown up, but nothing to do with sex necessarily. No, absolutely. I bonked a plenty, Tessina. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, as, as have I. Thank you, Stevie. Uh, mine is um, some long term fans will remember that once my adult thing was got a fridge off Gumtree. Yes, I do. <laughs> it was a huge discovery that you don't have to just settle for whatever is in your flat. You can get a thirty pound under the counter fridge off Gumtree and have it oh wow <laughs> wowee <laughs> never feel trapped by the by your white goods never feel trapped by your white goods turns yeah. out you can just unplug it wow you got another one mm. um, so that was a huge discovery for me anyway I've got a new proper nice fridge coming mm. and I have returned my fridge to Gumtree that's nice you, you're like recirculating recirculated it. back out it goes into the world and actually I had trashed it a bit so I put it on free cycle how do you trash a fridge one of the drawers wasn't as on as it was Understood. when I got it. Got it, right. You know, yeah. things were just not in as good nick. Anyway, yeah. so I've returned to the fridge to its natural habitat. Love that. And it has gone to be free. Uh, but mostly it was the like, oh, and I put it on free cycle rather than being like, I could imagine it waiting in my house mm. for months while mm. I was like, but I paid £30. Pounds. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I thought that was very, very grown up of me. It's very just, grown up. To just let it go. It went to a lovely student couple. Oh, nice. And I thought, God bless you. I probably was like, God bless them, just young love. And then they probably were like, I'll strip out the copper and burn it on the side of the road or something. Yeah. Anyway, that's me. That's um, me. I'm very sim- <laughs> okay, thanks that's for me, signifying Steve. the end of yours. That are mine very similar. I've had a, a load of dresses that I bought in lockdown that are insane. Like mm. they're, they're not like, and it's not just like, you wouldn't wear that. Like, I, I, do, I actually don't understand what I was thinking. Well, you were mad. Yes. Let's correct. not forget. Everyone was absolutely Everyone was mad. In their absolute height of madness. I bought it once. I wore it to dinner in the flat. And then I've never worn it out because put it on. I was like, I look like a... Have you ever seen that film with Eva Green? And it's called like Miss Peregrine's School for... And she plays like a, a, a fantastical nanny that can turn into a bird. Not for me. <laughs> you know how I feel about things like that, Stevie. Yeah. Not for me. But I look like her. Wow. Um, okay. It. Um, I look like I may turn into a bird at any point and I'm, may, I'm from the 1930s. Not really my look. <laughs> That's so your look, though. But it kind of That's exactly any, your look. It used to be, but it's, oh, not, but really it's not anymore. anymore. When I was, That's I wonderful. When we first were friends, like when I was at uni, I used to dress like a... Well, people would often say things like, is that, is that a tabard? <laughs> I love that going on. But as I haven't in years, I just sort of reverted. Yeah, you're moving, you're, you're, and it's okay to have a new fashion person be like, wait, I'm not that person anymore. I'm not that person anymore. But I'd also gone through in a sustainability situation where I've been like, don't buy any fast fashion. Great. So these dresses are quite expensive. Sure, sure, sure. And so that's even more, as I've tried to sell them on Depop, but everyone's like, quite frankly, what are you doing? And I can't sell them for anywhere near the price I got them for. And then no one wants them for £10 either. 
either. So I was like, I'm just going to, and then there's another dress, which is a beautiful dress I got from TK Maxx that I wore once for this like event. And I looked amazing in it. It was just after Edinburgh. So I'd lost quite a bit of weight because it was stressed in Edinburgh. Stress. And then I, the last, and then the next time I wore it was to a um, friend of the podcast, uh, Lolly's birthday. And I, I had to get my friend to stand on my back while zipping it up. So he squashed my skin. And then I had to leave the party because like, I, I, I honestly didn't think that this could happen. I had to leave the party because I couldn't breathe out. And that was the end of the party for me. And so then and I've still had this dress for three years, thinking like, nah, I'll probably fit into it again. It's gone. Okay. I, I put it into a charity shop along with the Miss Peregrine Fault. Peregrine Falcon. I've just realised that's why she's called that. All right. She turns into a bird. Oh, that wow. Dress. Okay, yeah, wow. Good. Yeah, wow. Real, real time, real time realisations. Oh, oh my go. God. Giving away things. Now I've got some cupboard space. I've got some wardrobe space to buy, I don't know, an actual bird and hang it in there. Wow. Wow. Mm. You can have the space or you can have the thing, but you can't have both and you have to make your choice. Wow. Someone's wow. been watching a lot of home edits. Yes, they have. Thank you, Stevie. <laughs> okay. And thank you, Clea and Joanna. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Okay. So, oh God, right. Now, on the subject of letting go and of birds. being free of birds <laughs> and crucially of under-the-counter fridge freezers. Yes. Oh, wait. Frigid air. Oh, oh my god, I did it. People would say frigid. frigid. Oh my god, I if you grew that. up in the early 2000s, boy oh boy was being frigid a playground insult to be thrown around. It really was. And I didn't even understand it, but you'd be offended. Be like, you no, you I'm knew not. Like, no, I'm and not. you'd be like, what, I'm, well, I'm nine, so of course I haven't had sex But it was like, it was a real teenage thing of being like, oh my God, well, they're frigid. And yeah. be like, do you, by that word, do you mean like a teenage girl who's not ready sexually to make big sexual steps yet? Yeah. In which case, be like, everyone, of course, that should be everyone. Of yes. course, that should be Or people everyone. would just say it because they were like, oh, Jesus, I mean, you don't fancy them. That was the other thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like, oh, I tried to get a thing, but she's frigid. And be like, yeah. is she? Or yeah. are, you, are you horrible? Yeah. Did, did you you're a horrible boy. Uh, yes, gross. Obviously, when you're like a teenager and when you're young, a lot, a lot of the stuff online when I was like looking on forums and message boards and stuff being like, how can I be less of a prude? It was essentially just girls, all of them under, under 25 was the absolute max, being like, I haven't had sex yet or I haven't enjoyed sex yet. Like, what's wrong with me? That's the thing. That's tricky because it's like that's not being prudish. That's mm. just genuinely haven't found the right connection, haven't found the right way in which to have sex. Just haven't been able to let yourself go and enjoy things. And I think that is also something that I've realised as I've got older that pretty much most of my friends, female friends especially, so sorry for gendering it this early on, but often it is, but could be anyone, has not, but essentially not found that flow. Mm. And then you only know you have when you look back and you go, Oh, I'm fine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also as well, I've got friends who, you know, still struggle and still struggle to be. And so there's, I think there's a real difference between being like, the word prude is such like a massive word that's banded around for everybody. There's a real difference between being like um, young and you haven't actually had the experiences yet and being like, you know, a, a, a fully grown adult who can't, still can't make it work, you know, mm -hmm. still can't. And by it, I just mean like, their sexual experience like still can't find the joy in it and the word joy obviously classically constantly being trying sex it's because I find the word pleasure really like but I, think, I think it should be like joy like why not joy. let's you know? use the word joy instead of pleasure because the word pleasure again, just makes it feel like exactly right. throwing up it does it has this like horrible this sort of I think it's because it has this sort of seedy connotation and I think mm. the word like I think CD, pleasure. A CD is a helpful word to use because I think like 
it's so tied up with and as you know understandably like there is this like very joyful aspect to sex mm. and then there is this absolutely massive billion dollar industry that does feel gross and weird and if you're not ready for it yeah if you or, don't or some aspects it, yeah. of it of course are you know wonderful and also some aspects of it are dreadful and so like everything you know you can't sort of tiptoe through this this minefield basically yes because so much of it is essentially down to knowing yourself and that's the one thing that we are all terrible at like i don't know what i want for dinner so why why would i know what exactly i want at all times sexually may i say may yes. i say something tell you something oh god please i had a big discovery recently people were discussing fetishes maybe at a party or somebody had started going to a sex club or, or something there was like a thing and people were saying like a funny fetish story mm-hmm. And I was saying that many years ago, a friend of mine who had this like first date with somebody, you know, met someone on Tinder. She goes back to his house and she has some cable ties in her bag. Right. Like cable ties. Oh, yeah. And she asks to be cable tied to the kitchen table. Okay. And I have thought about this girl every day since (laughs) because I was like, I cannot imagine wanting something so much and so clearly in myself Mm. that I was like, hog tie me to the kitchen table and I've brought them in my and bag and I brought them in my bag I yeah. brought the cable ties and I was so jealous of the cable tie girl yeah because I, that. Because I yeah. was like I wish I when people I'm really interested when people bring up fetishes of all kinds because I'm, I'm very interested in them but mostly I'm actually jealous I think of people who've got something yeah. that they're like this is my fetish or this is my kink or this is the thing whatever I, it is as well I think, oh god because it's very easy to laugh at stuff and be like haha that person can only have an orgasm if they've got a, pa- a pavlova on the penis. Do you yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. And you're like, well, that's very specific. But actually, Godspeed. God, yeah, you know? you know what you like and it's pavlova. I'm just you know? slapping around being like, is it pavlova? Should I put a nipple tassel on my face? You yeah. Know, very difficult to know. You very difficult it. to know yourself. Anyway, so I shared that I've never spoken about before, and it's not, hardly a secret, but I shared this hogtie girl story and I was like, and I'm so jealous of the that mm. she w- knew this thing about, she knew herself so much. I don't have one of these. And everybody was like, I think the thing is, she didn't wake up one morning and know it was cable ties. <laughs> she was born. She was, and just, was like, hello, mother. <laughs> it's cable ties, please. And I was like, didn't she? And they were like, everyone was like, no. She went on a long sexual exploration. Mm. Several things she didn't like, discovered things she did and didn't like. And at the end of this lo- long and lengthy process, she knew it was cable ties after she yes. did the work to find the cable ties. Do the work. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's not something you were just born with that you just know yourself. You go out, it's like pizza toppings. You don't just guess one day. You know, you yeah. try the pizza toppings. But it's so much easier, of course, to go, mm, maybe I'll try pineapple on, on my pizza than to go like, hog tie me like a big hog yeah. to the table. <laughs> because you've also got to trust of the course. person. Of and course. it's so hard. And that's why I think so many people struggle because they haven't had a person or even if they have had the person, they haven't had the feeling that they can be like, should we just like put some food on my boob and see what happens? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you know? absolutely. And it should be. We I mean, should, I, as I a laugh culture... too much. I, can't, I wouldn't ever be able to say that anyway. I just, I'd try just, it. I, 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 like, there'd be too much laughing and that's <laughs> the issue. But, like, maybe, but, but maybe in amongst it, you're like, oh shit, I do really like I this. Like that. I think it should be, as a culture, we should be able to be like, it should be as much as, as easy as pizza toppings. Yes. It should be that we're able to... Yes. But it isn't. But of course it isn't. Of course it isn't. So it's about. So that's one of the big things, isn't it? You're not a prude. It's it's the society we've been brought up and socialised to feel embarrassed by lit. We've been brought up and socialised to feel embarrassed about like having a poo, or like the missionary. 
Yeah. The, the classic missionary. And there's, there's all of these so many cues. things that are simply to never be spoken about. Never of. spoken about. Or if you're a little bit younger and you were kind of like in your teenagers or going through puberty during like the 2010s, maybe. I remember when I worked at The Debrief, which is a now defunct women's magazine. But when I worked in women's magazines in general, there was all that we're liberated just spray whipped cream all over everything and swinging on a vine why aren't you i remember specifically when i was writing i used to write a lot of the kind of interesting investigative sort of sex pieces that would be like looking at different subcultures and looking at different fetishes and looking at things just lo- lo- lots of different people but what i came away with being like oh, i'm really boring and a massive mm. victorian vanilla prude mm-hmm. and it was like oh no what's happened is if you've grown up in that time as well than when you're like reaching the time when you're in long-term relationships and you've found people to actually like experiment with you're like oh god do we have to get a strap on now is that what we have to do it's like you don't actually have to do anything but yeah you're right like but you've got to have a person that you can be comfortable trying stuff out with and if you haven't got that person then that's doesn't as well necessarily mean that like oh they're the wrong person it just means that like they're feeling the same as you are about how like I don't really want to say you know yeah. like do we say how do you, how do you say that it's really tricky because just so much about knowing yourself and about being vulnerable and open with someone else it's hard enough being vulnerable and open about your feelings mm. then you've got to be like oh my god I've got to do it nude like yeah I'm earnestly nodding along with how extremely difficult it is to go on this journey yes and and to shed your layers and to find the things that you are into and to do that on your own without somebody holding your hand or to do it with a partner where both of you are like stumbling your way yes and then they if you're being like quiet about something or you're not saying what you want then they might feel like they obviously can't say what they're and then you get into a situation where you've got two people who aren't communicating even if you're communicating on all the other levels yeah level is the hardest and most difficult to communicate on this week's episode of nobody panic is brought to you by the new film good luck to you leo grand the brilliant new movie starring the icon that is Emma Thompson and Peaky Blinders' Daryl McCormack is getting five stars from critics with Caitlin Moran saying 100% of women need to see this film. Tessa. Hello, Stevie. Give me an overview of the film that we watched because I want to see your take on it. Well, first I was going to say Daryl McCormack is an absolute juggernaut of charisma. He's in the very newest season of Peaky Blinders and I would almost describe him as a newcomer on the scene, but he'll be a long cover. <laughs> here for a long time oh boy are we about to see him all over the shop he's absolutely fantastic so the plot follows nancy emma thompson a a widow a recently widowed woman in her 60s who's had a deeply unsatisfying sex life only ever Mm. had sex very disappointingly with her now deceased husband who's taken it upon herself because she's a school teacher and she likes to tick things off the list and do things efficiently um, to hire a sex worker the young leo grand and the whole thing takes place inside one hotel room over several sessions and is her sort of unraveling from this incredibly uptight incredibly prudish incredibly furious woman to a more sort of sexually liberated one and along the way we're asking questions about sex work we're asking questions about our body we're asking questions about why is pleasure for everybody should it be compulsory you know it's it's excellent movie asking lots of questions and also thankfully we watched this film good luck to you leo grand in the very same week that we're talking all about being a prude and i also feel feel like i don't know about you but this film really kind of very much solidified why it's important to really focus on your own now we didn't we i was avoiding in the podcast episode saying the word pleasure because it makes me feel like i'm some sort of sexpert mm. but how important it is to, to to know what you want 
and to not sort of what in inverted commas settle for things because you've not tried anything else because if you do then you end up like Nancy throwing out like Benny in a hotel room but also without wanting to spoil anything it's a positive thing that that she's doing and I think it's always positive to explore what you want because she goes from being able to barely say you know the word penis to embracing this kind mm, of mm. glorious sexual relationship. Look, Tess, what, what do you think we can learn from Nancy when it comes to not being embarrassed by sex? Oh, fantastic question. I think it's about not leaving things too late and seizing the day right mm. now, whatever like age or stage of your own relationship or journey with your own body or journey with your own sexuality is at. And to be like, oh yeah, what what's holding me back from this? And just and throw off those uh, those shackles and let yourself be free. I think because often it's yourself. Often you are holding yourself back. Mm-hmm. And also as well, like I thought that there's something about being an older woman and feeling and as one gets older, feeling like uh, I'm with with many things, not not just sex, but like feeling like oh, it's too late for me to deal with that. That could be any. Anything. that could be like the career you have that could be your sex life it's just anything and going like oh no no no, no. and then suddenly it's going to come out at some point like it's going to come out mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and bother you in, in a very uh euphemistic way like at some point so if, if you're listening being like but i'm this age like I, like i don't know it's kind of done for me no it's not like you, no, it's you, not. you, you can change things at literally any point you can change things at 75 85 105 also it sort of really explores you know nancy's obviously sort of so disgusted by her own body and spends a lot of the first part of the film being like oh I, you know if i have to pay you extra to have sex with me i understand because i'm so i'm so disgusting mm. and then sort of goes on this journey of being like actually my body is fantastic and i think that's such an important one for anybody to go on that's like oh yeah it, your body's amazing it does so much for you it's 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 incredible and you mustn't be disgusted by it and also they rehearsed it the film totally naked daryl and emma and sophie hyde the director yeah they did a lot of nude rehearsals just the three of them and talking about their bodies talking about their relationship with their bodies drawing their bodies discussing the feelings that they do and don't like about them describing one another's bodies and initially i was like oh my god what a process and then being like actually why why should that be such a terrifying idea and to that end stevie i think the podcast should be nude from now on well we are both nude now of course spoiler we're completely naked but i think like it makes you think like oh god a nude rehearsal that's you're like wow i bet that was such a freeing and amazing process and emma thompson talks about how being naked in the film is one of the like hardest and scariest things she's ever had to do and you're like that's in so i mean amazing that she did it but in so many ways so sad that someone describing just being naked in front of somebody else or even alone in front of the mirror on your own to be a, the hardest thing you've ever had to do and i think that is what the whole, the whole message of the film i suppose is a sort of like why not and then why not, why not? and then along the way like obviously there's going to be so much to unpack it doesn't it doesn't work immediately of course this this film yes. takes place over many many months it isn't going to be this instantaneous process and it's about being like showing up and committing to the experience and being like and but and, and obviously the end result no spoilers and also as well i think when you said about that they did naked rehearsals and things like that because they've got an excellent chemistry the the two leads mm-hmm. and i think that's quite a good like microcosm of what it's like in real life of, of it's so much easier to know what, what you want say what you want and explore things when you're with somebody who you share a real connection with and also as well that it includes yourself like if you are not connected to yourself then you're going to struggle to to know what you want and and also as well so like it's good to make sure that the people that you're with and you're exploring things with are people that you feel so comfortable with Mm, that you've mm. done lots of nude rehearsals you know amen and that chemistry absolutely does shine out 
on screen. The last thing is just to say, like, I cannot think of a film that's ever sort of touched on this or explored this in this particular way of like what it's like to be in your 60s and to be trying to embrace something that should you should have done 40 years ago. Yeah, I've not seen it in such like a mainstream... Mm, in a mainstream setting. way, yeah. Yeah, there's like in a kind of... And I mean mainstream in a positive way because it's broad. This is like an appealing film and it's a good film for so many people, not just like some sort of French art house, you know? Emma Thompson, in the cinemas, there aren't any moments where you're like, oh no, Grandma's watching. Like I genuinely could have watched it with Grandma. It would have been okay. Grandma would have liked it. I think it's so relatable and the fact that it's so relatable is like, that's why people need to watch it. That's why you need to see it. I think it will make a lot of people a lot of people feel less alone mm. privately in their own head. I think a lot of people are private Nancys. So if you are like, oh my God, I've got to go see this. The new film, Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, starring Emma Thompson and Daryl McCormack, is exclusively in cinemas on June the 17th. Book your tickets now and tell us what you think. Did you see yourself in Nancy? Are you Daryl McCormack? Are get you, in touch. You do get in touch, specifically if you're Daryl McCormack, but also everyone else welcome. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Just wanted to read out some of the consequences of I want I don't want to say being approved because that's not the the right word but like being sexually repressed shall mm-hmm, we say mm-hmm. there's physical consequences so you can have trouble sleeping you can have body tension issues so like things like frozen shoulder and like just gen- migraine things difficulty with uh, reaching a climax I have to say it like that of course pain or discomfort during sex itself and then there's also emotional distress so you could just sort of feel frightened about having even if you love the person and you're very happy you could feel a sense of fear or anxiety or guilt associated with it a very self-judgment of having like sexual thoughts or if you have like a you know sex dream or something feeling really like oh my god like I'm not wanting to you know obviously there's certain people that you wouldn't want to talk to him about but like not feeling like you ever could and, and not knowing what it means as well being repressed means that you could be struggling to accept your sexual orientation so you might not know how you identify because you might feel like because you've never actually you know held up to any scrutiny and god well hang on what do I want and in it, is it actually this or is it something altogether else that I haven't even thought about? 
And then that can come across as like a complete lack of interest in sex as well in general. You can go through large periods of time where you don't want to have sex in any way. And also if you're thinking, well, okay, I don't have any of those. But if you think about what you're like in a sort of sex way, and if you don't tend to ask for what you want, you tend to be passive, mm-hmm. then that is a big sign that you are sexually repressed in some way. And I think one of the big problems is that I can't speak for the LGBTQ plus community, but I know a lot of straight women who that's just what it is. Like, that's how you're introduced to it. You're introduced to it by being like, well, this is happening. <laughs> okay. Or you are performative with it because you're like, well, I guess I'm supposed to be like this. Mm-hmm. And you're so interested in what you're supposed to be. I suppose actually even me, like if I actually, if I actually like turned it inwards and was like, what do you want? I'd be like, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a good time? Yeah. Are we all here for a fun time? That is a problem to not know. Like I, I, I have no idea if, if I got cable tied, if I don't have a nice time, or if I'd absolutely have a panic attack. Could not tell you. Well, I don't think you start there. No. Well, I mean, I, I think you start with the t- seeing if tying up is something you of like. Of course, yes. And but what I'm saying is, I haven't even thought. Yeah. Of it, well, that's you know? the thing. I think. I think. And to return to pizza for a second, yeah. if your personal preference is margarita, mm. then and possibly when you go out to the pizza restaurants, everyone goes margarita, but you're like, you know what? I've tried all the toppings. And what it's I like is margarita. Yeah. It's like, God bless. But if you're like, I have margarita. I've never tried anchovies. Perhaps, I don't know. I could yeah. never. Uh, is it fish? What, uh. if, what if I hate them? Yeah. Or what if that looks too showy? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's, it's absolutely <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, no. Really right? Margaritas is absolutely fine. As long as you have tried all the other flavours. Yes, you know? and you know if you And like so you know what you like. Yeah. And so I think it's just about being like, do I like mushrooms? Because we've been in a long-term relationship with a sexual partner and we've only ever had mushrooms. Do I actually like mushrooms? Or mm. is there just other stuff out there that I've never tried? And I think it's about being like, yeah, sample the stuff. Yes. See what tying up is like. Not straight away at the most extreme end, but like... Cable t- ties, you've got to cut your way out of them. Maybe yeah, not that. Not, exactly. Just, yeah. and, and explore... Use a mushroom, for example. <laughs> tie, <laughs> tie yourself up with an oyster mushroom. Yeah, why not? Easy yeah. to get out of it. <laughs> Try some out. And, and just be like, we're making gentle little steps mm. through the stuff. Nothing has to be big. Nothing has to be overwhelming. And there will be stuff in there you're like, you know what? I didn't know. Rocket on pizza. My God. Yes. You know, there's stuff I never... An egg. An egg. An egg. an egg. an egg. That was a huge one for me. Right? And be like, an Surely egg. not. And then you think, bloody hell, I'll try it. They're like, oh my God, I love it. Or mm. not. Or whatever. And so I think it's about being like, okay, let's start that off. And then equally, like, I remember like when we were at school, because I think like all of this stuff, even though we're like, ah, oh, it was a long time ago. How you feel about sex now and about your body and about being prudent about like other people talking about sex and all of these sort of things even though it's been a long time since you're at school, it all stems from your like early formative like mm. understanding and sexual relationships and, and all of this sort of stuff. And I remember at school, like we, basically our sex education was uh, an art, our art teacher or hysterical to trying to help us put a condom on a, a banana or a cucumber or something. She couldn't do it. Nobody <laughs> could do it. Like we didn't, nobody knew what they were doing. And I remember that. And I remember you had a very, very long like months and months in biology of learning about like the progesterone cycle Mm. then this condom class and that was basically it like at no point did anyone ever be like I went to a state school and we had quite did you yeah we had like a video that was like it's okay to wank oh my god that's so great so I don't think it's to do particularly with the private sector or the state education no I I just presumed it was but no Imagine if that was the case, if like that was the main divide yeah, but between more the education. Money in it, you know, like they put oh, more money right, into right, the right. resources for it. So, I, with most things, 
it is that. I thought you meant oh, prudes in the private sector. You oh, of course. Simply no, don't no. talk about it. No, no, I didn't mean that. Obviously, there's like the, the, the Catholic schools and things like that. There's a d- divide there. But no, I, I I just meant in terms of like just actual resources and putting time and money into they it. Just I'm didn't quite surprised put anything that they didn't. into yeah. it at our school. And maybe you went to a much better one than me. But like, that's so lovely. You had a video called It's Okay If You Wank because masturbation was like never mentioned, not once. I think like now I really, really feel passionately about like I would quite like to go into schools and like do such education talks mm. and like just answer the get rid of all the teachers be like you can write your your weirdest question anonymously in this box that's the and best. i'm going to answer them and yeah. it'll be funny and we'll just talk about the stuff because nobody knows anything and nobody had ever sat down and been like by the way if you yourself are not masturbating you're nowhere near ready for somebody else to touch you so if yeah. you're like if you are not comfortable and cool with your own body like of course you're not ready but every especially again talk about girls but especially everyone was just like yes just, masturbation is disgusting but a boy can do it you're like yes. and a boy and we all should be having sex. like what what you well know. at least now they have like it's all very well being like um, just get to know your body like how but there's so many really great podcasts and resources now online that you just go and just explore stuff so that video obviously now I look back I'm like how progressive but like I only had Microsoft in Carter so it was like it was like it was like a drawing of a woman in a bath and, and she, she was just like, this. It, was like right. it was like it's fine to do that and I, I remember specifically going like it's fine to do what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Be in a bat. Yeah, right? Like, I don't understand. I think people didn't even know and what masturbating was. And there was a thing where Also, there was a point where I was in the bath and I was like, am I supposed to, like, put my vag under the tap? Because I'll drown. Yeah. There was- <laughs> it's in the wrong place. <laughs> and I just didn't think about it again. Because I was like, well, I guess. So it was helpful, but not actually helpful. Because obviously at school, they're going to be like, and here's a tutorial on what it, because of the, the, the added thing about being like, oh, it's, it is more complicated because on the whole, the male body is very much physiologically set up for you do something for a certain amount of time and some, you will get some sort of result. Listen, often. not true for everyone. Often. Plenty of people have trouble with it. Sure. Absolutely. But when you're going through puberty, yeah. they're getting erections all over the place you know sure. and then and girls don't know what's going on often and it t- sometimes can take a bit longer or not but then as you get older then what happens is obviously your brain gets involved and that's why then so, yeah men start having erectile problems often it's the brain like yes, there's a reason yes. why viagra works it's like that's literally just showing you that there's nothing physiologically wrong it's, it's, it's literally yeah. showing you that your brain can't do it with women it's a i know it's a bigger problem about like just not being able to recreate that anymore because you're just stressed and you can't compartmentalize as well or you can't switch off and and then getting frustrated about not being able to is the time when you're just never going to be able to like you get into a cycle of being like oh well I can't so that's oh what's wrong with me oh no the only way to break that is to actually actively break that and go okay cool I'm gonna what was that thing that you remember when like Emma Watson Hermione from Harry Potter when she was like talking about that app that was called like something like oh my god yes oh my god yes that was what it was called I, I thought I was like is it called Me Too? It can't be. <laughs> oh, that's something else. Um, oh my God, yes. I don't know if that's any good. I'm sure it is. And, then that, and that's like an app I think that you download and it's got loads of like, literally got like tutorials on how to do stuff and like things that aren't done in like a cringe way that's just like a very matter-of-fact way to help women that feel sexually repressed and like they don't know how to talk about stuff. And it's like, well, you got to start talking about it to yourself but that doesn't necessarily mean I cannot stand the whole like, light a candle, just like enjoy yourself. You're like, what? I don't want to watch Netflix. Like I don't want to like so actually having an outside resource to be able to like 
Yeah, it's treat it like a bit of a research project almost. You treat mm. it like a little thing. And then once you feel like I'm more interested in this or this and you've got someone to like try stuff with, then you can kind of move into like chatting to them about it. And they'll probably be absolutely thrilled because you're like, oh, you've done the hard work for us. You're swinging it on a vine. Thank you. <laughs> it will be, oh, they'll be, th- your partner will be thrilled that you're like, yeah. That you're, that you're like, I've done all this stuff and I, I really want to talk about it. Like, it's very helpful because mm. I think so many people are repressed on some level. Whether that yes, you know, characterises themselves as almost being overly promiscuous or intersex, sometimes that can be um, a performance too, sometimes not, but sometimes it can be. Like I've got friends who sleep with so many people, but then they're not actually aware of what they like. Do you remember that Channel 4 show about dogging? Oh my God. Where they put them in those insane like bird masks. To protect their identity. Yeah. I never watched it, but everyone talked about it constantly. It was absolutely wild because as an attempt at anonymity, they gave them these crazy please do Google it. I mean it was the the things were wild, like a huge hawk mask. With a beak. Yeah, beaks and feathers. But you you know, they were so easily identifiable. Like you'd watch the show and you'd be like, Well, that's Phil. That's filled with a hawk mask, you know. Like you weren't, they weren't anonymous in any way. And then, like, there was a a lady, a married couple, and they liked to go dogging, and she really liked for everyone to watch uh, her. And so initially, I was like, oh. God bless. Fantastic that we're seeing a woman here who's so like, this is what I like, and I like everyone to watch. Mm. And then the more they sort of explored it, the more the husband was like, oh, I don't really but I, she makes her happy and then the more that she was like I was very insecure as a child and now, now as a teenager and like this is my way and I was like oh dear yeah. everyone needs to unpack so much stuff here so even on the surface someone that you'd be like my god dogging imagine how liberal they are is really coming from a place of like you know a deep sadness or a deep you know yeah this, not what, feeling attractive not feeling not attractive feeling like you know, anyone liked them when they yeah. were younger yeah and so it isn't really a like Oh, this is actually this is I know this is what I like and this is just what I, and it's for joy and this is it it's mm. like this is a roundabout way of getting around something that hurt me a long time ago or whatever and so like there is so much you know no matter how much you feel that you're doing it wrong and everyone else has got it right nobody's getting it right and it's yeah. just about you making those like small steps forward and if your thing like me is like I don't know what I like, what pizza I like, and I've only ever had a margarita. You know, let's start that journey together. Is it on, oh my God, yes, the thing, or is it, and admittedly, there used to be some fantastic free porn sites out there because Tumblr used to be amazing. And there was... Oh, really? Yes, yes. That was just for Tom Hiddleston memes. Well, there used to be some uh, sexy gifts. Oh, but Sexy fun. pictures, black and white pictures, you know, sort of what we might call the classy uh, erotica mm, section. Sure. And then... There was so much on Tumblr. It was a real like community, and then it got shut, a couple of years ago. It got shut down, mm. and they really cracked down on what like where the line should be with pornography on the internet. Which I think is a real mistake because like there was a free female friendly resource out yeah. there that all is gone. And now I do think you have to pay for it, but I suspect uh, you're paying seven ninety nine a month for Netflix. Uh, maybe yeah. try a monthly trial at some of the you know yeah. the paid for replaces there must still be some free ones but it's just the, the thing listen, is, is that you go in it and then it's like I've been it's there big, I've listened it's just, then you're like oh my what is that what's They've, happening and then it's very easy to just be like well I don't like that so I don't like anything in order to get to that this is somebody who has explored at length 
It's not free. The free stuff is too scary. Yes. Because okay. you, to get to the nice video, you have to go down a, a, like a corridor yeah. of like, don't, don't, I don't want to see that. I don't yes. want to see that. Yes, yes. And um, then, and that's not really got you into the mood when you're like, oh my God, God. And like you, you don't get to the door that you do want to get yeah. to. Everyone's like, you're all right. And it's like, sorry, I just had to come down this corridor. And there was yeah. a lot of sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. lot of sort of stuff. I was very worried about everyone involved and all the stuff I saw, you know, but I'm here now and everyone looks like they're having a good time. We could crack on. Yeah, but now I've sort of lost interest. I though. have lost Possibly. interest, yeah. Yes. I'd be very interested in watching, like, sort of, it's set in the 70s and everyone's on a boat having a fantastic time. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was very, <laughs> that's what I really used to like. But in order to find it, I'd have to. She's going, like, having on a boat a fantastic time. <laughs> so. Oh! <laughs> Oh, and then it's then you know so that's why I'm like I think what we probably need to be doing is putting a bit of money behind it right, you know getting sure. some good stuff being like we're taking our commitment to our new selves a bit more seriously I haven't actually looked at the options out there but there I'm sure are if you google them there'll be like female led or what would you t- not f- friendly porn mm-hmm, what would you mm-hmm. okay friendly porn we're googling friendly porn Shall I just Google it now and see what happens? Female-led, female-focused, female-directed. But what if you're not a woman and you don't, and you still don't want it? You- I would say whoever you are, going for female-directed is, is a key shortcut for no one's crying. Right. That's very, Yeah, don't Google friendly porn. Nothing happens, really. Anyway. Um, and I, and I, I do apologize. This is very gendered from both of us here. But I think, unfortunately, it is a case of, like, that is how a lot of this stuff... Yes. Uh, but also, we up. don't know about gay porn. We don't no, know where... We don't. I'm sure there's amazing... As in, like, as in porn for other trans porn all the stuff I don't know what that there's, there'll be there'll, there's, there's two there's, ladies there's also from everyone. the 70s called Ginger and Bunty they're, okay. all, they're always cooking Ginger <laughs> and, and Bunty are always cooking and let me t- is, I think that's what it's called that's program, great yeah. and let me tell you Stevie they're not good at cooking they're <laughs> They're always, they're always throwing that stuff all over the shop. Okay. Uh, they're in a shop, are they? Yeah, they were try, like, trying to clean up the shop and then gin, um, Ginger's clothes will fall off. And they just thought they're having such a good time. This you know? is the stuff, yes. Just treat it like a fun research. research project for yourself. Just like you would with anything that you're interested in, like when you know you come across a conspiracy theory, and you're like, I've got to know everything about that, and no pressure, no yes. harm. Oh, I don't like it. No worries. Let's try a different one. Yes, you know, gentle research, and then eventually bring it. If there is somebody in your life that you can explore this stuff with, be like, hey, you know what? I've been exploring this. How do you feel about it? Could we try this out? If you are on your own, trying out some more of the the toys, the stuff, the things, the toys and the stuff, the the, the stuff. Every if- influencer is currently sponsored by this, like. Egg. <laughs> yeah. Try Everyone's having sex with this egg. You so. know, don't like the egg? No problems. Yeah. And then if you're like, oh, I can't even get to the egg. I'm sweating even thinking about the egg. Be like, okay, how are you feeling about your body? Is it a uh, nude in the local changing room? Is that the first mm. step? Could I offer skinny dipping late at night? Of being mm. like, oh my God, this is fine. My body is fine. Mm. Oh, look at me go. Let's just, you know, slowly, slowly taking some buttons off and being like, who buttoned me up? Because I was born naked and I ran around naked as a child and this is the most human thing in the world. So who did these buttons up? Yes. Is it that I don't like my body? Is it that I just have never thought about what I want? Is it that I'm not with the right person? Is it that I... Yeah, all of those, there'll be a reason why, and then it's very helpful, I suppose, yes, to know the main reason why, so then you can move forward to, like... Yeah, because somebody else did those buttons up. Someone else buttoned you up. And it's up to you now to button you down. Wow. (laughs) Very powerful words I do think that's, that's truly the no, case because we true. were all born confident and proud and crucially naked. Yeah. But I think everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, if I really unpack, here's a story from when I'm eight and someone was like, 
put your clothes back on you know yeah. or whatever or and, and I was like okay this is shameful and I just put that straight in my core memories you know and, and off we go and so it's just about finding those memories put yourself down great have a wank have, have a lovely for god's sake have a lovely wank <laughs> discover what it is that you like out there and make this the project for the rest of the year to be like okay yes. okay I'm gonna find the kinky thing that I like a fun joyous thing and you don't have to know it immediately it might take you some time you got all the time in the world. Yeah, all the time in the world. I just yes. being like, I'm just putting end of the year on it as being like, well, this is what I'm doing this year. Of course, yes, absolutely. You know? And I think it's like, and if after all of this, you're like, you know what it is? It's margarita. God bless you. My There's favorite no ice cream, it, my favorite ice cream flavor is vanilla. But and have you I tried pistachio, Stevie? hundred percent. She's yeah. tried it. She I like knows. It. I like loads, but vanilla is my favorite. Yeah, and she's also, been out there. She knows. Yeah, you know. Been out there. And, that, and that also isn't a, like a euphemism. Like I am actually talking about ice cream flavors. Yeah, but equally we're but also we can't, we can't, we can't be like. I think I like. I think I probably my favorite is missionary. Yeah, you know, like is it <laughs> or have you simply not tried it? Yes, if you've not swung in on a vine, which I'm obsessed with, then you can't say that you don't like it. Go bonk. And if you have any more um, episode <laughs> suggestions, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com or nobodypanicpod on Twitter. And uh, just have a nice, relaxed week, guys. Just have a nice time. Light a candle and take some me time. Yeah. No, don't. No, don't. What does just, that mean? Does Go mean? on Microsoft and Carter and Google wanking. Yeah. There's not, nothing there. <laughs> have a little goog. Have a cheeky goog, guys. Have a cheeky goog. And God bless you. Good luck in finding your faith. And we'll see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brands.